Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Command This Podcast proudly presents to you your now last seed in the playoffs holding wild card, not quite champions of the world, the Washington Commanders. Let's go. What is up, everybody, ladies and gentlemen? Good evening. It's the 28th of November. It's Monday. It's time for our Moxie Monday, Victory Monday. We're winning in the rain. Monday show. That's what we did yesterday. It was rainy. It was dirty against the dirty birds. But we came away with the W. 19 to 13. Just like Steve likes his women, wet and dirty. Well, hey. No better way, right? That makes sense. That's for show, right? That's a for show thing. Never pass that up. <laughs> never. Never, 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 never. He's learning. That's right. That's right. So, Phil, just initial thoughts on the game, man. How did it, you know? I mean, you kind of went the way I expected. A little less scoring than I thought, but I think that the, um, I think that the weather had something to do with that. But, um yeah, uh, I was uh, very happy with how everything turned out in the end with the um, with, with how the game went in terms of the game plan we executed, the defense. I knew that the defense was going to struggle a bit, uh, and that's why I thought Atlanta would get 20. I just figured that we would score just enough points, but... Oh, good. Not great. I mean, there's still plenty of things we can work on to become even better, uh, especially now we are not just in the playoff hunt, but right now we are trying to keep other teams out of the playoff hunt. Right. So, I felt yeah. good. Feel good. What about you, Dev? Initial thoughts on the game before we go into the recap. Uh, well, I mean, I, I thought we did how we wanted. I thought it would be, a, a, as you put it, wet and dirty uh, <laughs> type of game. Uh, and, and that's what we saw. It was an ugly football game. But uh, I think if you look at any team in history, even some of these guys has won 15 games in the season, all of them weren't pretty. So. No, and sometimes that's – we've said it before. It was the Bears game. I felt the dirtiest after the Bears game. <laughs> at the end of the day, it wins a win. But it, this one I didn't feel that way because I just felt like the defense was just on point. You know what I mean? They were getting gassed a little while they run, but I just felt it was it was good. It, I didn't feel as dirty, but like you said, it wasn't ugly, but we still got the W in the end. They dedicated a lot of resources to run the ball, though. Did you watch some of those uh, film breakdowns? That Was it Burrow that plays those on uh, Twitter? Uh, that shows a lot of the videotape breakdown that I, I, from the uh, from the all 48 or all 52, whatever, all 24 years. Okay. No, I didn't. Uh, well, they uh, they showed uh, a couple of breakdowns. You could see they were literally triple teaming Payne and double teaming Allen when they were up the middle every time. So that's making Bostic basically pick which hole to defend, and whichever he ran in one, they run in the other. We're probably going to see a lot of that next week, man, because I know the other teams are going to game plan that against 
our stout run D to do exact same game plan. So we're going to need – I know Hulk can't come back, but we're going to need whoever's in there, Milo, Mayo, or or yeah. Bostic, have to – they have to guess right, bro. They can't just reach. I know one time Bostic made a hell of a play uh, for a tackle for loss. So – yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of good people come through, you know, when they when they needed to. Um, good, good overall team win. That's all I can say about it, right? Good team win. As, as, I think that's a good way to classify it. Team win. Of course, the defense was dominant. The offense did enough, you know, just did what they had to do, managed the game, 19 points. That seems to be our average, man. It's funny how we're winning all these games. And right average, on average. 19 points. Right. So when we were doing all the predictions and we saw all these high scores, you know, I said 20. 24 or 23 i don't remember we'll go back and revisit it but some of these people saying 34 you know 40 is like man we've never we scored that i think our highest score all year is 32 with the eagles and 32. that one and that one was it, a fluke with the end with the you know the kickoff right absolutely so what makes me think we're going to score that it, we're just not there that's not what our offense is built for so now you know who back there yeah just posting something here uh all right let's get into the video recap here video video recap i think we got all the things all the all the events posted to social media but all right video game recap then we'll go into overreaction monday good bad ugly great the glock dookie award give out some game balls and talk about the sean taylor tribute memorial tribute i'm not gonna say statue i'm gonna say tribute are we we might bump that up a little sooner are we and then we'll talk about Taylor Heineke's valuation moving forward. Uh, but just starting out, starting out in the game. Uh, hold on, before we go into the actual beginning of the show, let me fade this music out for y'all real quick. And then while you're here, please go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We greatly appreciate that. Hit that like, it'll bump us up in the algorithm. And you can always find us on any of your audio podcast platforms: Google, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey. I think there's a couple more out there. We out you. So please go give it a listen. Anyways, let's get into the recap. So starting off in the in the first quarter, Falcons opened up the drive. Man, they were just it was just run, run, run. It's, it, it I felt like this is a very similar team in nature, not with not the right defense. Excuse me, the same amount of defense we had, but they opened up pushing the run. Uh, started the first drive with a field goal and. They did a good mix of run and pass, but mostly pass. And Mariota looked pretty good. He did a lot of RPO keepers. I was not expecting that from, from Mariota, but we talked about this in the preview when we had Commuter Phil on, on Thursday that, you know, was Dev and I, that Mariota was the second leading rusher on this team, or excuse me, third leading rusher behind Algier and Patterson. So it's the kind of the Mariota we, we knew when he came into the league, but then he settled down, but he's back to using his leg. And he made some very smart, smart pulls. On those RPOs, if you want to call it that, or I don't know, what do we call RPO, run pass options, or just read options? I'm sorry, read options. That's the right terminology, right? Read option, not RPO. And then, um, so we bust that off first drive. Uh, a very, pretty good balance, Pat, four passes, three runs. Uh, Taylor made some good passes. We saw Deami come out and had a great catch. And then B Rob ends the drive with a 14 yard scamper up the right sideline and just boulders over. A couple folks. It was a four-minute, seventy-six-yard drive. Score seven to three. How about that B-Rob drive where he just steamrolled, dude? Truck stick action. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was that was. I, I just I had to take a minute and just think about it because that was 
such a thing of beauty. I mean, I marked out so hard. When's the last time you seen one of our guys just just truck a dude like that? Yeah, that's some like Stephen Davis reminiscence, yeah, right? Yeah, Stephen Davis. You know, uh, Alexander. We had Alexander for a hot minute. Um, and he didn't do that for us, though. He did it for other people. Gerald Riggs. That's a Gerald Riggs Ernest movie. Spiner a little bit. Ernest Spiner a little bit, but definitely a Gerald Riggs. He was a power yeah. runner. Rick, John Riggins. Wow. You know, George Rogers, kind of just just trucking over a dude. That yeah, was so such such. It was. Beautiful violence. Beautiful, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful violence. Marcus Edlin, welcome to the show. What up, fam? Nice win. Go check out Marcus's uh, Facebook group, Sports View 2. Charlton Julian from YouTube. Thank you much. Thank you much for joining. CJ, CJ, CJ the hog. What's up, CJ? Our boy Terrence here, 10 and 1, fly goes fly. Yeah, Terrence, we know. Y'all won too, man. Y'all won too. Although Green Bay gave you a quick run. If Jordan Love had a few more series, it might have been a little different. But um, mm-hmm. thirty-three to forty, they came within seven. They no, covered I the spread. I can't understand why Green Bay just didn't keep running the ball. Like, I don't. Why I, I cannot figure this out. Before, I'm like, why are y'all before, not man. just running Jones and Dylan forty times a game against the we, guys? We, we've given you the blueprint. Right, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that they have yeah. those guys at running back. It just was good. I think one of them got the ball like seven or eight times. I'm like, it makes no sense, man. Yeah. CJ says apparently we don't need Chase Young anymore. So in the Twitter, in the Twitter spaces, there was some some arguments about we don't need Chase Young. We're not gonna get into that full argument here, but people were arguing about trading, you know, multiple first round picks for Chase. You know, first off, I don't think anyone's gonna give three first round picks for chase. But if they did, I, I probably would sign I'm up. For have them. I'd drive to the I, would, house. I probably wouldn't consider much, anything less than that. I don't know. But it, 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 it I don't even want to talk about that. We don't, they do can flourish into the greatest. We don't know. Nobody, nobody is, nobody is untouchable. It's all hypotheticals. Nobody yeah. is untradeable completely. But no one's going to give what you want for some of these guys. So that, that that by default makes them not tradable. If someone makes you that that offer, yeah, and that's for anybody, Terry, um, anybody. But until that happens, which it won't, you move on. Yep. Bernadette Marie from Facebook says, Skins beat Giants. Thank you for joining Terry says 368 yards, 10 and one, baby. Yes, that was some. That was a very sick rushing performance put on by Philadelphia. Crazy. Although I will say, in the two games versus us, I think Jalen Hurts had a combined 48 yards rushing. So I think we 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 kind of had the formula. We kind of had it down, but we'll see. I guess we'll see you again in the playoffs. Is the next time we'll see you if we see you. Yeah. And by the way, how about how about we miss Joe Barry, uh, Green Bay's defense coordinator? <laughs> Joe. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's get back into the second uh, second drives. Uh, not not too much happened on the second drives. Falcons did a couple a couple more RPOs of Mariota. Drake London dropped an easy easy peasy lemon squeezy screen pass. Got shook. Felt some footsteps coming. Our second drive. Taylor makes a, a stupid forward pass, um, almost causing a fumble. Well, if you guys remember that? Oh, he, he did he did this thing where he. He does the fling instead of a pass. It was like a shovel pass forward. He did it twice. And then we were like, all right, Taylor's on some Taylor shit. What's he doing? What's he doing? And then we didn't see it again, but two plays in a row, he did that forward. It's like, what are you doing guys? Seriously. 
So the end of the first quarter at seven, three moving into the um, second quarter uh, game kind of picks up a little bit. Um, Mariota continues to gash just the defense on those RP, excuse me, those read option keepers. And then Algier uh, rumbled off a big win. And then on second and 25, I was a little upset at the time. We gave up a big 22 yard grab from, from Drake London to Drake London. And I will say there was one formation they ran on this drive. It was like a modified wishbone. It was basically a reverse wishbone with Mariota in the middle. I don't know what you even call that. Probably some Georgia Tech Army offense sort of nonsense. It was a quarterback and shotgun or pistol with a running back to the left, running back to the right, and a running back behind him. You know, that's like a reverse wishbone to me. I don't know what you call it real in, in other college offense speak. But either way, Mariota caps that off with a uh, boot opposite corner so he rolls out to the right and then throws it back to the left to uh Pruitt for a touchdown it's one of my favorite plays on Madden Dev if you know that with a tight end basically uh, yeah. drags across the from right to left and the quarterback rolls right the dude's always open you never get you'll yeah, never yeah, get that off me, about that play yeah go ahead David Mayo pissed me off on that play because he blew coverage he stares at the guy catching the pass, and then he starts looking at the guy, and he, you see him go. Yeah, yeah you know, those in the audio, you can't see what I did. But basically, he looked like a tart. And what happened was, is I'm like, what are you getting mad at him for? You blew the coverage. Yeah. Why are you talking? You can't talk to the burned you by five yards in the end zone. It's not like you had five yards to work with, and he still got five yards on you. Caught the easiest pass in history, and you're all like, Here with a hoop blow. He probably was like, This is not eight mile, whatever. You got you picked it up. Good job. Yeah, he didn't know. I think he just got. Okie doke by the play, man. Because I mean, that dude Pruitt has what, like three catches the entire season? Or yeah, like, it was just I, one of those I, things. Man. Yeah, I, I think he just got caught on it. I mean, it happens, I guess, man. I mean, they 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 put the cleats on the same way we do. You know, they go to practice all week and prepare all week, same as we do. They yeah. don't make a play. They got guys that can make plays, man. Mariota can make some plays. One thing you might think he's a trash quarterback. Mariota can make some plays, man. Yeah, he's, he's just limited. In, he's just limited in passing. Yeah. Like, right, downfield, he's a, downfield, he's a downfield. Downfield. they don't have a lot to pass too, though. I'll, so, I'll, so I'll he's a mobile. He, he's mobile, but he's limited in passing. Who does that sound like? Who does that remind? Except our guy six and one on the last seven. So, I don't know. No, no, I don't no. know. Terrence says, I'm proud to say the entire, if, the, if the playoffs were to be today, Terrence says I'm proud to say that the entire division is in the playoffs as of right now. The NFC beast. That is very true. He's you back, see baby. West looking right now. <laughs> like he's he's back. Back. Here you go. If it were to end today. Damn, shotgun. Damn, shotgun. Shotguns with a gl- another Glock Nookie, man. We get another Glock Damn, Nookie. Damn, shotguns, man. But, hey, the East is back. I, although I think the Giants are going to self-implode. They're they're well, on a downward. The Giants trend. got two games. Giants got two games against us and Philly. And I think they got they one do. against the Giants level. I don't think they're going to survive those four games. Let's put it this I'm way. A, I'm the, Giants, the Giants can self-destruct. We do have to show them the way, but we'll talk about that next episode. We have yep. to show it them. Like, it sounds like reading right now, but don't ask me. It's in the book. Lamar. Yeah. What the hell is that instrument at the end, bro? Butterfly in the sky. That one? 
I can fly twice as high. You're the musician, Dev. You should take up the look. It's in the book. It's reading rainbow. Come on, Phil. I can go anywhere. Ways to go and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. rainbow. All right, a few more comments. Patrice, Patrice says Washington, baby. That's right. Ronnie White from Facebook. Thank you for joining us. And I think we go four and one down the stretch. Uh, there's definitely a chance. I was thinking more three and two. I think a consensus is three and two, the safe one. Yam Yam from Japan says, "What's up, heathens?" And Phil, <laughs> I like how he has to determine. I'm you did that last week too when you weren't here, by the way, to defend yourself. So that was that was kind of funny. Yes, Terrence. I am the, got the red solo cup. I keep forgetting my glasses upstairs. So you know what? I have these two feet away, and sure, I keep them for tailgating. And why not? Aaron Share from Facebook said, "Giants start to get healthy. We got to be ready." Yes, that's very true. Yam said, how many people in here hit that like button? Thank you. Hit over to YouTube. Hit that like button. We'd much appreciate that. Liz Vinti from Facebook says, love all the winning, but at some point we got to find a quarterback. What do y'all think? Yes. We absolutely. can't do it this year. It's too late in the so, year to do Lizzie, it now. You got to stick around to the end because we're going to talk about Taylor Heineke's projected uh, monetary evaluation with, the, with some numbers to go with that. So please stick around to the end. That's the last topic we're going to talk about. If not, check back in in about 40 minutes. We'll probably be on there. So. Yam says, also, why the hell do people quit pointing out deficiencies and where the team can improve as complaining? They aren't the same. Even the teams leading their divisions can improve in places. That's right. It's not like we're, oh, I'm not going to, I'm saying we, I've seen some people legitimately complaining. Let's not, let's not get that twisted, but some people who just want more and want better, that's not complaining. That's just, we expect perfection out of our team and we're fans short for fanatics. We're, we're in a play, we're, we're in the midst of a very hot playoff race. Seeding, we're not just talking about getting into the playoffs, we're, not about, we're now talking about getting better seeding. We need to, you got to point out where you can get better. Mm-hmm. Not like it's not like every other team in the NFL doesn't already know this, they right. don't, they know these things about us, they all have the film, right? We still discuss that because we want to get better, we don't want to just squeak into the playoffs. I don't want the seventh seed. I want the sixth. I want the fifth. I want the fourth. Yeah. Terrence says the DMX reading rainbow version is the best. I got to Google that, by the way. I got to DMX. The DMX. Uh, Ru- Rudolph the Red Rudolph the Reindeer, Reindeer, Reindeer is, the is funny as shit. Yes. yes. What? Come on. Yes. Marcus says, if you don't complain, you don't want to be a champion. Like everything's not all crimson man. and clover. All right. Let's get back to the recap here. So still at the end of the first quarter, man, y'all are live in the chat, man. This is what I like. So we end up getting another field goal uh, at this point with 2:20 left in the first quarter. Taylor Heineke was 11 for 11, uh, 42. I'm sorry, 11, we were at 11 rushes to 11 passes, mm-hmm. and we had 42 yards rushing and 104 yards passing with 2:20 left. That's really good balance, and that's what I think we need to be successful. And that's that's kind of what yeah. At least I know Phil and I we've always talked about that's what we need: balance, balance, balance. So at 10 to 10 with basically the first quarter over. Uh, moving on to about Atlanta's fifth. I'm sorry. On the next, our next drive, Taylor throws that terrible interception down the middle. Not really sure who he was throwing to. He had two people open right in front of him. Do you have the image? I don't have the image yet. Ah. I I will get it. I will come back to that. Yeah. I didn't have that much time to prepare like I wanted to, but, um, 
I know exactly where I can get it while we keep talking. So Taylor threw that terrible interception and it was just kind of like, it was, it was one of those really Taylor, one of those really Taylor moments. Cause so first we had the two, shovel those. Pass, the two shovel passes and then he had, excuse me, that interception. And it was just like, what are you doing? He, he went through it. I, I, I mean, he started off hot, you know, and it wasn't like he was taking, he wasn't even taking shots. He was just, Little, he was taking what the, the defense was giving him, and he was being efficient. And then suddenly Taylor said, "I'm going to be Taylor." And I felt like he did. He, he, he did as his shirt said on an interception. Fuck it, Taylor's down there, or Terry's down there somewhere. Whoa. Got no lift on the ball. He was trying to throw the ball over defenders, but he didn't get any lift on the ball. He just, just, oh. Uh, this you live, you, you live and you die by you live and you die by by good Taylor bad Taylor. That's it. That's it. Okay, moving on. Um, so we go into the half. Um, it's ten to ten. The game's locked. It's a tight game. We're going back and forth, drive to drive. Um, coming out at halftime, we, we get the ball. B Rob did get lucky. By the way, by the way, before you before you yes. he did get lucky because when they picked off that pass. They then got themselves in the field goal position, and Young Way Koo, in the rain, almost puts through a fifty-eight yarder. He clanged yeah, it off the sure the, the, the um the left upright, but I was like, I was watching that kick, and I'm like, no, no, no. When it bounced off that upright, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Aaron says that Browns game is going to be a tough one, especially with Watson back and their defense playing better. Yep. We'll, we'll talk a little more at the end, but we'll see. Deshaun Watson scheduled to be back. Patrice says Brian Robinson is in beast mode. That is right. That is right. Yam says also look at that flag behind Steve. That's how the black unions need to be. And for the love of God, make the helmets. Matt Black at least. Yeah. Yam and I talked about this last week with Dev. I'm with you. The way the Sean Taylor jersey looked, the burgundy 21, that's how I, I, I'm with Yam. I wish the numbers were the burgundy on the back of the jersey. Don't be surprised if they go to that next year, by the way. Yeah. And Cody says, my guys, welcome, Cody Jones. Twitter killed me for just that 19.5 points per game is a problem. It is a problem. I said 19 points a game. Somebody in the chat told me it's 20-something points. I mean, I don't know. But either way. it's not. That's not a sustainable model for winning. I think you need to be at least 22, 23 at a minimum. On offense, too. On I mean, offense. We got, a score, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. one or two score on defense. I mean, our, in the last seven game. games, our defense is, you know what, Cody? Because you said that, I have something for you right now. We're just going to get into it. So, peep this. Compliments of Nikki Javala on Twitter. Let's look at the first five weeks of offenses up top to orient you to the graphic. Here's everything we did on offense for the first weeks one through five. And look at everything weeks six through 12. Look at that. It, I mean, the, the, the picture says it all. I don't really have to explain a whole lot for the audio crowd. Um, it, it's just breaking down the different philosophies but look one thing i want to point out third and long attempts so 7.0 a game third most week six through 12 we're down to 4.86 30 most that is an exact result of running the ball to getting it third and short which we did not do look at the rushes per game under carson wentz basically 23 and look at under the taylor 30 basically 36 that's a lot Mm. Big difference there. Look at past attempts a game. 
42 to 27.6. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I keep so this kind of goes to Cody's comment, you know what I'm saying? Like it's right there. It's the play calling. Yep. The play calling is dramatically different. And I don't know how you can say realistically. I mean, it's not like the quarterbacks don't call plays in this offense. Scott Turner calls the plays and there's no audibles. Yeah. So this is all Scott Turner play calling for pass attempts, run attempts. It has nothing to do with that. And it goes back to what I said. Taylor's limitations also happened to limit Scott Turner's worst tendencies. Scott Turner wants to run like, you know, this this fun and gun, sling the ball everywhere offense. He really wants to, but he can't. So, yep. We now you guys the ground and pound offense and it works. Yeah. Now look at the bottom, Dev. The Dev, this goes to your point, the defense. Look at all the numbers. Look our scoring, we were giving up 25.6 and now we're giving up 15.4 in the last yeah. 6 weeks. Look at that. Well, and also, also we we were playing outside the uh, Eagles. We haven't really played a high-powered offense. I don't think have we. All right, who else he played against six weeks through? The, the, the uh, we've played a good run. We played a, a really good run offense against the Falcons. Falcons were top ten rush offense in the league, and that says something because they're behind in a lot of games, um, and they still have a top ten rushing offense. And a very dynamic one. We, as we saw, they can run on you in, in a million different ways. So, yep. but the Eagles and the, the Falcons' run game were were some tests, and they were good tests because it mirrors a lot of what we're going to be seeing going forward from some of these teams. You know, the Falcon or the Falcons' run offense is the most dynamic we're going to see this season. Not named San Francisco. Yeah. And San Francisco, I mean, look, they just won their game 13 to 0. Their defense is winning their games. I don't care. It ain't it ain't Jimmy Garoppolo. Even though they have Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, that team is led by their defense and mistake-free <laughs> offensive football. That's yeah, the model. Like, yeah, but again, like I said, Jacksonville has a good offense. At least week one they did. Lions even have better now. Jacksonville's even better Lions, now. Lions have one of the best offenses in the league, even yeah. though they're terrible. And the Eagles have one of the best offenses in the league. Cowboys have one of the best offenses in the league. Like I, I don't. That's who, that's who we played weeks one through four. You know, what I'm saying right. Titans have one of the best running backs in the league. And then we got the Bears. Other yeah. than that, when you go to week six, what's that? Uh, week six was at the Bears. So we got the Bears. Vikings have a good offense. Eagles have a good offense. And then you got Texas Falcons. I mean, it's not. I don't know. You gotta really watch who you and I. You know, and also with the Eagles, they really don't have a great offense. It's basically just running. Right. You know, I mean, right. we the best I mean, offense we play this year are Philadelphia and Minnesota. Philadelphia twice Rogers. and Minnesota. You can't really count Green Bay. Uh, Rogers Lions. was struggling at the time. Lions. So you're right. We haven't played any elite offenses, and we really won't till we see Dallas at the it's end of the season. Up. They're not even elite. Maybe, maybe Browns with Watson. And Browns with Watson, we don't know what that's gonna look like. That's such an unknown. I'm glad yeah. we're gonna have a few games of yeah. game, a few games of film on them by the time we play them. Yep. Yeah, That's says the Browns are juiced up right now. Hope Tony Hudson Facebook. Like the day before. Mr. Titan, our boy Mr. Titan from Facebook. If you if even if you're not a Titans fan, everyone watching this channel, go over to YouTube, check out Mr. Titan. Go hit that sub button for him. He's our boy uh doing it big over there um on the Titans uh, Titans network over there in YouTube world. So he's doing big things. Not only that, he's also into the big charity stuff, so Give them, give them, give them a shout. I know they lost to the Bengals yesterday. Tough loss, bro. Twenty sixteen. Still got love for you, man. Still our boy. 
Still our boy. Still our boy. Traylon Burks showed, showed you what happens when you hustle and follow a play. Yeah. Lizzie, we kind of covered this. Wentz versus Heineke. Uh, it, we just talked about the play calling has been different for each one. The defense has played better for different each one. The O-line's been healthier for each different people. The, we had a better O-line now than we do under Carson. But I'm not making excuses. He didn't He didn't perform. There's, I'm not trying to say it, but the talent, all the talent in the world is with Carson. The chemistry right now is with Taylor. I think that's just kind of the way to put it, sadly. Uh, Yam says, like I said, I'm ref the district guys channel. Ref the district channel. They just got done with their live stream. Also look at the team comp. It's not the same. It's not just Taylor versus Carson. B Rob's back. That's true. O line's playing better. Adjustments on D. We're playing a different puzzle. It's apples and oranges. It really is. Jesse yeah, Caldwell yeah. from Facebook. What's up, brother? It says 2000 Ravens. <laughs> that was a great defense, by the way. Tony Shivers from Facebook. Even Williams came in and ran with violence. He did. Three or four runs. Williams remind me of Jones. What's the name? I didn't have any knee cartilage. Fumbled all the time. Extreme pressure. Matt Jones. Yeah, Matt Jones. Who reminds yeah. me of non-fumbling Matt Jones. Yep. Terrence says, Mr. Titan, you're going down. I guess they got it. Let me see. Titan schedule. They must have they got Philly the coming up next weekend. Okay, December 4th. That'll be a good game. Philly versus New – excuse me, Philly versus Tennessee. Uh, moving on to the game recap. I'll just, I'll just fast forward a little bit. Tressway did right, uh, right after halftime, though. Tressway, if you remember, had that nasty punt down to the floor. How do you drop a punt on the nose of the ball? I mean, it went dunk. Bloop. It didn't even bounce. I know it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I don't know if it was, just, if it was waterlogged. I mean, the, the field being wet. Bermuda grass or Kentucky but, bluegrass, whatever it is. But for the, for the ball to drop right on its nose like that is. Insane. Tress way. That, that, that's this is bad. the trust way. This is the trust way. Uh, and then we go down on our, on our sixth drive. Uh, Atlanta punts again. Um, on the sixth drive, we go down a couple good plays. Terry gets an end around, which we don't ever see that often. Jonathan Williams comes in and gives a nine yard bullying run. Uh, on that run, I will say Cornelius and Norrell pulled. And I wrote it down because uh, it just reminded me of old school Joe Gibbs counter tray. I'm like, we don't, you never really see that with this offensive line. And I saw it on that play and it really just kind of made me. This line does pull more than you realize. There's, they run a lot of trap. They don't do, um, they don't do a lot of uh, guard pulls like on, on the counter, like, um, like Gibbs would, but they run a lot of trap on the counter. Right. And then they'll cut that thing up the hole. Uh, it, so it's it's a, just a different movement of the offensive line on the trap. It's a single guard pull or a tackle pull uh, across the line instead of two guards going out to the outside. Um, but it's I like that we have something that's kind of a, a you know a signature move that teams are having a hard time stopping. You do see it quite a bit. Yeah, no, you're right. And then we end up capping that drive with a 16, excuse me, six, uh, pass from Taylor Heineke with four minutes and three seconds left, 16-10. Nice, beautiful, I don't know what you want to call that route, flare out to the right to Bates. He was wide open. And then Joey Sly missed that extra point. I was mad, but you know what? He's been flawless all year. I think that was his second extra point he's missed all year. He's 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 missed goals. points as he's missed field goals. Exactly. And not to mention, he still kicked the 58-yarder last week. I'm I'm cool. I'm very cool with. Uh, I don't know if you caught the commentators though. At this point, they called Bates Dotson, Jahan Dotson, 
I don't know if you caught that. They called him Jahan Dotson in the end zone. I don't know why. And they finally fixed it on the back end. But it made me think about that at that point in the third quarter. We hadn't heard Dotson's name called once. I don't think we heard his name called all game. Let's confirm he did play, right? Jahan Dotson did play. I thought he was running. He was there. I heard before the game. Okay. I heard his name zero times. I heard Curtis Samuel's name once on on an end around or jet sweep. He ran a couple times. Yeah. And so on our seventh drive, uh, AG gets a big draw from third and 18. And Joey Sly hits a field goal. Uh, AG was very dynamic. So it's 19-13. We go back and forth, drive, punt, drive, punt, drive, punt. And then going into the – basically towards the end of the fourth, four, about five minutes left, uh, Mariota fell, got up, reconnected with Zacchaeus for 45 yards. It was crazy. And then Algier converts a huge third and four. Um, this basically takes us all the way down to the end of the game. And then Montez gets called with an offsides, gives him a first down. It was starting to get crushed. And we obviously it was starting, I was starting to get worried at this point. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. these guys are gonna score. It's 19 to 13, and they're gonna score seven points, and we're gonna lose 20 to 19. And then what happens next? Later on that drive. We get we get the we get the turnover we all wanted and it was amazing. It was a Duran Payne tipped turnover at at the, right the line. Left hand up. Left. You know what? That is left hand up. There you go. I, I didn't uh, even think about that. Dad. That's a good call. Left hand up. Said it. Yeah. And then it it was it was game time. It was game blouses at that point. It wasn't even close no more. But, but we closed it out. We closed it out in, in very, out. very Washington ma- fashion. Yes. Let's talk about what happened when we got the ball back. And- well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's show everyone the replay here. Thanks to Reddit. Check out this the, the, the quality on this video. God bless Reddit. It was just amazing. I found out. That was, that was the laggiest thing ever. Insane. Somebody caught that well, but look at Curl squat dance. Look at him dancing. Look at Curl dancing. <laughs> he knew. He knew right there. He knew right there. Fast forward to the end. Look at that. Look at them boys. They was happy. They was happy. But I want to go back to the beginning and play again. Right. Th- uh, I can't really. I can't really freeze it, but. Deron Payne left hand up, exactly what it was. Left hand up. Either way, dope, 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 dope in all in all aspects. Uh, Andre Shorter from Facebook, our boy Andre. Thank you for joining, man. Always good to have you on here. Uh, Phil, uh, excuse me, Cody says Phil. I've been Phil has been whispering in Scotty's ear. Or Scotty's just been watching this podcast. You never know. You know what I mean? I heard he watches. I heard he listens to this on his morning commute from Ashburn into the facility. So that's what I, I read or, it on the read on Twitter somewhere. <laughs> Andre said, "There's a guy in another group that has the audacity to compare Heineke to Garoppolo. I don't know. Is that is that, is that oh. I mean, it's a little too early to make that comparison, if you ask me. Garoppolo has not way more wins on his belt. He's not handsome enough for number one. Gosh. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, give it to Garoppolo. Dog. Like Heineke, <laughs> Heineke is a total bro dog." He's a they call him beer man, I think. That's what people were calling him beer yeah. man, which is yep. awesome, by the way. I mean, I was totally hang out with Heineken. Yeah. Yeah. Yam says Taylor can't see John. <laughs> Ooh. 
There's Cody Jones says, say it again. Bates, 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 Bates. Yep. Andre says, you don't hear, you don't hear Dots' name because Heineke's going to McLaurin most of the time. Yep, that's right. In uh, fact, so let's talk about after that interception. We get the ball back. We get the clock down to what 40 seconds or whatever. We go to punt. And Tressway channels his inner Taylor Heineke and draws a running into the punter penalty. Oh my gosh. The first down. And it's like I'm sitting there. I watch I watch all the games with my dad, and we're both like that was that was tacky. That was corny. That was that was like, come on, man. It was like that was that was a, an Oscar worthy acting job because he only got tipped on his toe. Yeah, but he acted like he got forty four seconds left. What a James Harden! But the penalty was by Ogundeji. Ogundeji. O G U N D E. He barely missed the He barely missed into the kicker. But I will say he he knew it as soon as it happened though. You guys know that, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as it happened, he knew it because he put his hands over his head like this, and he knew it. He knew it. There was no way around it. He knew that, you know, if you, you ever seen that meme, it was at this point he knew he had fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. Like that, that. fucking <laughs> Freeman. Yes. That's, that, you know what? I even show you the picture right here. Check it out. While we're on it. He knew. Where is it? Where are we, fellas? Where are Imagine we? Imagine the live uh, stream. Yeah, I, I can't really. I, oh, here we go. Look at that. Right there. Hand on the head. He knew he was done. He knew. He knew it. Yeah, fucked up. That's right. All right. Let's get into Overreaction Monday. Overreaction Monday. Dev, let's start with you, man. If it fills in the chat, put your overreactions in and we'll get through. We'll start firing through these uh, segments. We're in the playoffs. That's the overreaction. I think the overreaction is we're in the playoffs. I mean, we are in the playoffs. But we're not out of out of the heat yet. We still got a lot of hard football to win, man. That's true. How many do you think we need to win? We got six left, seven left? Three. Three, three, three. Huh. Three. We have five games left. We gotta win going three, two to I think you gotta get to ten wins. Ten and seven probably gets you in, in my opinion. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, Greg I, Delaney I from Facebook says that that's our first win in those uniforms. It is. It is. Yeah. It has not been. We have not been successful so far. And back up earlier, you said, "What's up with Ron and clock management?" You know, I did make a note uh, towards the halftime. Uh, we did not call uh, a timeout left, and it and it was, it was the Falcons basically took the clock from one one o two down to twenty nine seconds, and we just sat there and waited and waited and it, waited it, and it, waited. It wouldn't have mattered if he had not if he had just threw the bottle underneath because he had three timeouts left. I mean, yeah, Taylor threw the interception next drive, anyways. But still, you just you had three timeouts. You should have just used one of them. Why? I don't know. Ron and timeouts frustrates me to all, you know, to to no end. It really does. It really does. Antonio Brown, trust wave flop. Yes. Oh, Patrice says yes. I was here for. I'm guessing you were at the game. Thank you much. Thank you much. That was awesome. Yam says, Jacksonville if we have the cardiac caps, the nervous nationals, and the wholesale wizards, what would the commanders be? Can't use cardiac again. That's right. Clutch. Clutch commanders. The clutch. clutch. Com- I am the clutch commander. Uh, oh, clutch. Says, Jimmy G got porn star money. Yeah. <laughs> porn star money. All right, Phil, what you got? What was your What's your overreaction Monday? My overreaction is that... 
don't know what my overreaction is because I don't feel like I have any kind of a reaction that's overreacting. Um, we could be the top wild card seed by the end of the season. That that, that that's my overreaction. We could be there. You think so? Man, I want to see everybody's. I want to see everybody's reaction after we lose one. Like, <laughs> I want to see how everybody. The air just come all the way out of balloon, man. I mean, I, I hope that's not the case, but man, I just can't wait. I, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope we went out. That'd be amazing. But let's be realistic, right? If we lose yeah. one, just imagine. And it's horrible. Like it's like a three interception Haneke day. So Phil says, game, you boy. think we're gonna be? Right here in this middle column, like number five. Look, we're only a, ha- a game and a half behind. Yeah, yeah. And we still have to play Dallas. Yeah, I, I don't think Dallas has. I think the schedule is not going other than us. And even if we win, it's not enough. If we're the only ones to beat them, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, well, so it, I, it, I don't know. It all depends. If, it all depends. I think I said. Is it is it likely in all reality? No, I don't think we're going to catch them. Yeah, Dallas has to be scheduled. Indy, Houston, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Tennessee, and Washington. The only I one mean, they the only one they are probably going to be underdogs in is the Philly game. That's it. That's it. Unless that goes down again, you know, crazier things have happened. No, they don't win out. A few more comments. Chris Winslow, what's up, y'all? From Facebook said, overreaction. I heard we're going to win the NFC East. And Terrence says, Washington takes a division lead. Yes. By the way, by the way, shout out to Chris Winslow. Um, the man is the definition of a civil servant down in Chesterfield. I, I, I know who Chris is. Um, hell of a good human being. Just just want to give him a shout out. Chris. Publicly here. Cody says, overreaction, third and inches, pass. And third and 18, run. <laughs> yes. Ag third and eighteen draw third and inches we passed and we didn't we didn't get it. But that ag third and eighteen run got us in the field goal range. It did. That's right. right. And I the think that's reaction. What for. And it even even in the wins, our secondary is still suspect. Stop letting short games turn into big. Stop getting burned. That said, ten and seven. My God, I want to beat the Cowboys. My overreaction is very similar. We've arrived. The defense is here. There's there's still, you know, our defense can take us to the promised land. That's that's. That's my overreaction because I don't I don't think it's a I still don't think we've arrived yet. I just I just don't. But that's my overreaction. Marcus's overreaction says fans thinking that Heineke is the only reason why we are winning streak. We are on the winning streak and we are already in the playoffs. I mean, you can make the argument that we're doing it in spite of his play. He's doing he's managing the game. He's managing the goodwill. The the game well. I said goodwill. But well. I don't know. Chris says appreciate you. Appreciate you. Didn't Dallas have the easiest schedule heading into this year? They might have. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was like the entire NFC East was in the bottom. I know. I know. Like, I know. We were too. Four, I think the four teams made up the part of the bottom ten in terms yeah. of strength of schedule. Yep. All right. Let's now go into good, bad, ugly, great. So Phil will go with you. Then I'll go. Then Dev will make you last, and we'll transition to to, to you afterwards. So Phil, good, bad, ugly, great. What you got? Good was the defense bending but not breaking. Bend the knee. The bad was Taylor Heineke after his 7 of 9 start. Just completely just falling apart. And especially in the second half, I mean, only five completions for 30-some yards. I mean, granted, that touchdown pass to Bates was nice. Bates was wide open. 
but it was still nice. Um, but realistically, you know, the interception, he had that one interception, he had those, those, those flips, just, just Taylor doing that. Taylor yeah, doing that. He had Curtis right open over the middle on the first whip, like wide open. He had but, two uh, that, that also, Yeah. That also that one, uh, for the, when he rode out and overthrew Terry and he was on wide open, he had Thomas standing in the middle of the, like, right there by the sideline, just standing there. Like he could have yeah. easily just got the first down. The but ugly, I, the that's ugly, what I hate about Terry. the I mean, ugly was the first half run defense. They did get a lot better in the second half. Yeah. Defense, yeah, but that, and you know what? Hey, credit to Jack Del Rio, he made the adjustments. But that first half run defense, it's like, guys, you should not have been caught this flat footed with this team. We know who they are. Yep. Uh, the great was Brian Robinson and the rest of the run game just, just grinding it out. Again, we went. This is a team that runs the ball really well and ran the ball pretty well against us. We still won time of possession by over seven minutes. We outran them. We held, you know, and we just wore down their defense, you know, and that opened up the play action, which, you know, that led to the successful passes that Terry had on multiple occasions. So, yes, definitely. Great was the run game. Okay, fair. I'm going to say good for me was our, our running game. It was awesome. I, it's exactly what we needed it to be. We ended up with 176 rushing yards. I know it wasn't 328 like like the Eagles was. Terrence, you know, they don't get all celebratory. Uh, yeah, it was 176, which is good for us. 37 rushing attempts, average 4.8 per clip. That's what we needed. Bad was our initial our run defense initially. I mean, we gave up 167 yards total. We gave up 5.8 yards per rush. So to me, that was that was the bad, the run defense. Not holistically, but just from that perspective. Uh, ugly, I would say the offense in general, and I'm kind of reaching here. There wasn't a whole lot ugly, the bad weather. But I'm going to say the offense in general, particularly the passing game. I know the weather had a lot to do with it. Uh, Taylor made some bad throws. Like he had some sales, sail. They kind of sailed on him. They went away. I think someone up here actually said that. I think it was uh, Greg Delaney mentioned it earlier about uh, the ball sailing out of t- uh, Taylor's hands, especially in the back of the end zone. There was one play we, uh, I think, was it Bates almost came down with one, uh, but it did Bates sail on him. Oh, I'm sorry. Andre Shorter said, if Heineke's so mobile, why is it when he escapes the pocket, has a lane open to run, he throws and throws too high? Happened twice yesterday. If I'm Taylor, just run those, man. Taylor, it's funny. The only time Taylor really gets like oomph on the ball is when he's running. Yeah. Like that extra momentum helps him out dramatically. But he he gets wild at times, um, which is weird because that used to be one of his strengths. He'd roll out and he could hit somebody, you know, coming off coming across to the sideline. But here lately, it's been I don't know yep. what happened. Terrence said the good interception, bad offense, great. They won when it mattered the most. That's true. Lizzie said we made Mariota look like Pat Mahomes. At times, we kind of did. He made a couple plays. Couple plays. Uh, Yam says, just looked up. It was all four of our teams. It was Cowboys followed by us, then Eagles, and then the Giants. Says B Rob is him. That's right. Marcus says, the good Tressway, bad Taylor Heineke. He's got to cut out the dumb interception. Containing Marcus Mariota was ugly. Great the running game. Robinson and Gibson and Williams and the defense stepping up in big moments. That's cool. James Nichols says, what if the whole division makes the playoffs? That's right. James, yeah, I know you missed it. But I will share this again for you because 
uh, we we just kind of talked about you join late, but we we talk a lot about this this uh, graphic here. This is the third time we've we've shown it. You know, if it ended today, we we'd be in the wild card. So Giants are going to implode. We just got to really worry about San Francisco. You know, they Seattle got knocked off yesterday by the Raiders, and we get to get our revenge against Minnesota too, wouldn't we? Yep. Show enough. Show enough. All right. Moving right along. Moving right along. Andre says the good, the defense bad. Heineke throwing into triple coverage. What the fuck was he thinking? Yes. Ugly. Um, the defense was great. Finger being in the right place at the right time for the pick. That's right. Left hand up. Who are we? Who are we? Is good. Secondary bad. Heineke. Great. B Rob and Gibson. The commies. Uh, Chris, we'll take a question from Chris Winslow and move on to next sec or move on to Dev. It says one question: Can the Sam Sam can Sam Cosme and Cornelius Cornelius Lucas rotation continue to produce running lanes like they've been? I don't see why not. It's been working. Why stop? What's working? Why stop? The reason why Taylor Heineke is still quarterback. That's right. <laughs> Dev, let's go to you for your good, bad, ugly, and great. Uh, good is um. Uh... Derek Forrest is a hitter, bro. Like, Derek Forrest set the tone with a couple of big hits, especially one big one on Mariota. He had another one, I think, on the running back that came with the middle, man. He's a thumper. He, guy, he, it's the second week in a row we've had an actual pro wrestling move show up in our tackles. Right. Last week, he walks around. Last week, last week, it was a gut wrench suplex by Ridgeway. And this week, it was an Arn Anderson spine buster. Bam. By Bam. I saw him video, do that and I went, yo, oh! You got yep. that video. Um, there you go, definitely Greg. Greg says, can we give the secondary some love? There you go. Dev gave the secondary some love, particularly Derek. Yeah, yeah. Bad, the bad, I would say, uh, I would have to agree with Mark, is the, the containment of uh, the quarterback, it, it's, it's bothersome because there's a couple of times we got Watson – Danny dumps twice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The RPO offense in San Fran. We got a lot of those kinds of offenses coming our way, man. Uh, not to mention Dak, who's also very mobile. Uh, so I, I don't – we got to get that fixed. So that's my bad. I guess uh was good, bad. Ugly, great. Ugly. Ugly would be Heineke's throwing, man. Stop. Yeah. Just take take what they give you, bro. Yeah. Take what they give, they give you. you. Stop making it hard. Pause. Uh, but uh, <laughs> great would be uh, obviously Brian Robinson, man. That guy, yeah. uh, inspirational story should be the Washington story of the year, if not for other bullshit uh, stories that pop up, like what we're probably getting into before this ends. This the Glock Duke Award. Hey, you know his his vision. I feel like yesterday was the first time, like his vision. You can see his vision, and same with Antonio Gibson. They're they're seeing the holes clog where before they would run right into the back of the lineman. And now they're starting to scat, you know, pop those out one hole to the right and then find it, find some daylight. And it, I don't know. It's nice. Haven't our seen that in a long time. Is, our defense is dictating um, the tempo of the game and our offensive line is starting to also assist them in dictating off uh, the tempo of the, our offense. That's so right. that, that's always a positive. When like Terrence trend, says, man, by the powers of Grayskull, hit that like button. We have the power. Yes, sir. Thank you much. That's a good reminder. I'm, I'm like more of a thunder. I'm more of a thundercats. I'm more of a thundercats hole kind of guy. Yeah, as you can see. <laughs> and now, 
Let's go to our next segment. We like to call the Glock Nuki Award. All right. As you guys are, we were all dancing behind the scenes when that comes on, but <laughs> I wish I could show you guys that while we're actually doing the dance. I might have to shrink that now that it actually plays so you can see us getting it in the background. So, Dev, who's getting a Glock Dookie Award this week? Glock Dookie Award, I'm going to give it to uh, the Sean Taylor Trophy. Oh! Not, necess- not necessarily the trophy, you know what I'm saying? Or not, or not trophy, but Matt, I... mannequin is the wire. I'm not giving it for the actual memorial i'm giving it because we seem to botch memorials every time like the glock dookie is definitely a washington shared you know glock dookie it's not necessarily just a mannequin there but that didn't help bro you know i mean i i get it everybody knows that the, you know the sean Taylor's family designed this whole memorial but this is ugly bro and, and if you and if you were friends with sean taylor growing up you should have told him hey man this is ugly i'm sorry but nonetheless, that's why I give it the award, not because what it was, what because what it should have been. So you get the Glock Dookie Award if you like this piece of shit. <laughs> Andre Shorter agrees with you, says the Glock Dookie Award goes to that lame ass tribute to Sean Taylor. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say this. By the way, I don't even think he ever even wore a Nike jersey. Did he wear it? Was he around? No. When we had Nike jersey. It's, he's right? wearing it, so this. It's this one. It's the Reebok. Yeah, it's, it's weird, right? I, I well, don't know. That's I don't but, think they can get a Reebok's not making. I don't think Reebok is allowed to make. I would have gave him this one. <laughs> Come get right, it. like they, they ain't got a, they ain't got a Sean Taylor Hughes jersey nowhere. Like Dan has one. Supposedly Dan has two. He gave one to London. He won to Landon Collins. Dan should get a Glock Duke for giving one of the Sean Taylor jerseys to Landon Collins. Why wouldn't you use a game worn jersey for that? You just went got some shit. Like he ain't got no game worn stuff. No guys got any. By the way, I, first of all, first of all, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to fire back on this one a little bit. Why didn't they just first put all, a picture of casuals who didn't know that Sean Taylor wore soccer cleats? It, it blows my mind. That is weird. That's like that was like a known thing, and everybody like, confess I didn't know that shit. Either, I, ain't gonna lie. I, I had no idea. Cleats. I had no idea of this until I think you told me before this came out. I think you mentioned before I didn't know until you told me. So. Yeah, this this was a known thing because it was unique. They did that, but it, it was a preference of his. Now, secondly, any opinion on this is rel- is is irrelevant. Any fan opinion on this is irrelevant. The only opinion that matters is Sean Taylor's family. Hell, Sean Taylor's family was involved in this. They seem to love it. So you know what. <laughs> Hey man, all of involved. our opinions don't mean a damn thing. This is not even. This is not how I would have done it. I was involved in my here. uncle's funeral, it's man. Not for me. My aunt was involved in my uncle's funeral, rather, and we was like, "Hey man, you made my uncle look like shit in the casket." That's what we told her. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta take the uh, take the criticism if it's due. I mean, it's I'm no way in Sean Taylor's family had a used game worn jersey they could have donated to his memorial. This is crazy, like. It's just little things, man. I I don't I don't even mad. I'm not even mad at that uh wired mannequin thing. But I ain't mad at that. That that's cool. I don't, it's not even a problem. It's just you didn't even do that right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even do that right. Yeah. They could just had a plaque with a picture or a painting, and just had some flowers. People got to throw on it, man. That would have been no, cool. No, well, here, so they no. also did a mural that's called no, with the Sam Fortier. 
This is a mural that was done by, I want to say his uncle. It was yeah, uh, Jackie's uncle. Jack okay, yeah, there you go. go. I think it was Sean's cousin. And uh, pretty badass. I can't wait to actually go see this. You know, honestly. Yeah. Let, 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 let's let's, make up let's background to look at it this way. All right. If we had done a bronze statue, people would complain, oh, we just did another statue like everyone else does. We can't do anything different and new and better. If How about you do nothing? Old statue, people would have said, it's not platinum. <laughs> this fan base loves to bitch and kvetch about everything. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, and this no so they put this on the club level. This is a, a lock, locker room. Uh, I think this is where the rest of his stuff is. If there is stuff remaining from him, they're I don't gonna know put that it's... jersey on the mannequin, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it things... just seemed, seemed like a weird. It seemed like yeah. a, I think I think if they had a not made that the center of attention, it would have been fine. Like if that had just made that in addition to those other stuff, it'd been fine. But it was like the main thing they showed. Why not show this shit right here? Is the main thing. That was the best thing I've seen. Yeah, because they put on like, club level, and that, that's that's the have and the have nots up there. Yeah, they don't, so. yeah, you don't want to be. Uh, Yam says also what's that, what's what's that, what's Game of Thrones where they get the where they get the hookers and whores at. What's that area of town called? Flea Bottom. Yeah, Flea Bottom. That's where. The... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go to Flea Bottom to see the you know the the real shit, the, the good stuff. So the mural, the the murals on Flea Bottom. This is, in, this, is in, to see the... this is in the red keep up here. Right. <laughs> 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 Yim says also what they should have done is had two of these displays should have put a burgundy one with 36 on it too or even a third if they could get his pro bowl uni yeah they should have done nothing the, with that dude most, rest in peace best, man yeah best feared safeties that game has ever seen loved seeing him play and and yeah. safeties to this day right. still say they model their game after sean taylor it's crazy especially the ones that come to washington but still safeties run a league still say sean taylor is he who was, i model my was, game after he was built like a strong safety he had more range than most free safeties. He could hit and he could ball hawk. He was a complete player, right? And he was he had just ascended to a, an elite level when he got cut down. Well, and he deserves a memorial. He gets the memorial. There's other players on this team's franchise history that may deserve a statue or something like that too. And they'll yeah. probably get it. Gibbs should get one. Yeah, Riggins should get something. A couple other guys. Art Art Monk deserves something. Dale Green. You can you can uh -oh. list them all. Now someone pointed this out too. Jack Kent Cook didn't do anything like this for anybody. He didn't retire numbers. Didn't do nothing. Jack Kent Cook didn't do any of this. Russell no, Marshall was racist. Be happy we got something. Yeah. Because we, we haven't had anything like this at all anywhere. Mr. Marshall had a little niggly statue. He's having a front yard eating watermelon and raking leaves and shit. Remember those? <laughs> Just for old time's sake, Andre says it would have been better if we had a statue of this this play right here of Taylor murdering the Pro Bowl. So let's play it for old time's sake. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. You're going to knock the fuck out. Hey, no, he didn't. The, the fact that Mormon got right up. Yeah, that's. He probably yeah, was yeah, concussed, yeah. dude. Yeah, Buffalo Bills like that no more, bro. Like, look at that. Mormon got right up. Dude, he probably, he probably was hurting for days. Watch me play. It might be he just decided to run with it, but Sean Taylor came from about 30 yards. By the way, that's a legal hit in this 
modern NFL. Right you know what? And in the Pro Bowl, we'll won't be legal in the new Pro Bowl. Bring that back. We'll be legal let's let's see some play. real football in the Pro Bowl. I know we're not having a Pro Bowl this and year. I want to see, let's I see, see that. wearing your own helmets in the Pro Bowl game. That stuff was dope back in the day, man. We don't do none of yeah. that no more. Yeah, Marcus says, Dale, I remember the statue in front of the yard, the, the front yard cushion. Oh, man, everybody had a little niggas statues in front of the yard, man, growing up, not yeah. even knowing they was racist. Hey, man, I, I got, I could think of one step further, man. I had a, I had a motherfucking uh, Dukes of Hazard Big Wheel with the rebel flag and everything. Oh, I have the one too, man. That motherfucker all day had no Hendrick. idea. Man. Yeah. Yo, what, a, what, what money did y'all come from to have stuff like that? And of course, <laughs> I didn't I had one that me, my brother, and my sister shared. So between three of us, we spread the ten dollars out, whatever it costs. I didn't get no ten dollar nothing. I grew grew up. My parents, my parents took me like, uh, like Disney on ice. My dad bitched about the price of popcorn in nineteen eighty, whatever. That's what I grew up with. You didn't have none of little black people statues in front of y'all. shit, he says no. All right, Dev, we're going to go game balls now. One for offense, one for defense. Feels go. Like in a minute. What? Game balls, uh, game offense, uh, Robinson before any of y'all do it, and defense, Forrester before any of y'all do it. Chappelle, so, D-Rob and Forrester, Defo? D-Rob and Forrester, game balls. Okay, Phil. Game ball on offense. So, since we took away Robinson, um, I'm going to give a game ball to John Bates. Three Bates. catches, 24 yards, a touchdown, he had multiple key blocks uh, on run plays to Spring Robinson and Gibson. Uh, so I'm going to give an offensive game ball to John Bates. On defense, I am going to give a game ball to none other than Deron Payne for stuffing the middle, force a lot of those runs outside, and for making the game-winning tip ball. And he had six tackles, three solo as well. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to give my offensive game ball to Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson remains to show that he continues to show his versatility. Nine carries, 32 yards in the rushing game, an additional three carries and 22 yards in the passing game. And he had a couple returns, didn't really you know do a whole lot in the return game, but he had two for 51. He even had a 31-yarder. So to me, I'm going to say – that goes to Antonio Gibson. And for, for defense, of course, I, I want to say Montez Sweat. He had two tackles for loss. But I'm going to go off the deep end again because I'm a, my second favorite player on the team. I'm going to go defense slash special teams. Tressway, three punts, 127 yards, long of 45, still putting those coffin corner kicks in. So let's go. Let's take a look at some of these other game balls. Mark, first off, Marcus says, I had a Dukes of Hazard car racetrack. <laughs> Yeah. Yim says B Rob and D Payne. All right. Patrice, Miss Washington says Brian Robinson Jr. Game ball. Also Deron Payne. Marcus, offense goes to Robinson, Gibson, and Williams. Defense, Deron Payne and Christian Holmes. He played well in his first start. So Marcus giving out a few game balls today. Okay. I see you, Marcus, giving out your, your game balls like that. Greg Delaney. It's the entire backfield. <laughs> yeah. Game ball, Deron Payne and yeah. Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller, two picks in two games. I like that trend. Keep it up, gotta, Kenny. Got to keep that going. So we've been dogging Fuller early in the season. We have. Him and Jackson got a lot. They caught a lot of flack early. Jackson left, and suddenly Fuller got better. 
How does that happen? Cody says B A T E S. Hold up, his college. Now, how's, how's Jackson doing in guys? State's his college, North Dakota, Boise State. Boise State. Oh, he's a Kellen, Kellen uh, uh, Moore school alum, Boise State. I think Kellen Moore had broke some records about being like the winning winningest quarterback in NCAA. He had some stupid record. I think he had the highest. I think he had thrown the most touchdown passes when he left school. You know, Boise like State would continuously be like twelve and zero every year and barely in the top twenty five with their blue field. I don't know. Funny, funny, funny. Yam says I used to have Dukes of Hazard stunt set where you could have the general lead jump through the crash and through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, all did. We all did, man. We all had the. They still make those crash tracks where you can hit the, pull the trigger and it race around real fast. From I don't know. You have, have to no like pick an eraser and wipe the butt of the car every now and then. They probably do somewhere. Those needles. They got to have it somewhere. All right. Now, for those who talked about it earlier, let's go ahead and talk about Taylor Heineke's evaluation. So we talked about this earlier about what would Taylor Heineke be worth? What do we think he'd be worth? So Spot Track, compliment to Phil finding this, they throw a value. They throw a value on what they think a player could be worth given probably their current performance. I'm guessing there is some algorithm that goes along with it, but if you can't see it, um, they're saying right now his calculated market value right now, as of today, would be three years, $59.2 million average salary, $19.7 million. So let's, let's use whole numbers here. There's no way. Would you pay Taylor Heineke a three-year, $60 million contract? No. Talk to me at the end of the season. Would you? No. Is Taylor Heineke worth $20 million of your salary cap a year? If Taylor, if Taylor Heineke wins a playoff game, yeah. are, you, are you okay with it then? Did Taylor Heineke win the playoff game, or did Taylor Heineke be a part of a playoff win, game winning team? If he's a part of the I, team, that wins you the know, game. I would be more if we if this was if this was if this is what the team was going to do, I would do like a two year, ten million dollars. Because you know what? At that, point, at that point, now you're talking let's, let's, Chase Daniel money. You're talking Colt McCoy money. I'm letting that dude go at the end of the year, bro. Let me let me point out something for 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 those. Nineteen million, hell, that's almost twenty million, there, Greg. I cut him. I mean, I I just don't resign. Taylor Heineke has played the same and started the same number of games as Carson Wentz. Yes, his record is better. He has thrown sixty-one less passes. He has thrown only one less interception out of 61 passes. And he is averaging 54 yards less a game throwing the ball. And his quarterback rating is two points below. And more importantly, he has now since he's been a star. This is not now, by the way, by the way, this is not me trying to say pay wins. I'm using the standard here. People say Wentz isn't worth $28 million. They say he's not worth half that. Now, I just gave you Taylor Heineke's performance in terms of what he's bringing to the table. 
in a league like the NFL is today, he is averaging 194 yards a game passing. Do you give somebody $20 million to average less than 200 yards a game passing in the 2022 NFL? I think the most I would probably go is like six. I'd feel comfortable with maybe six million. I would you're legit backup territory. I'll tell you what. If you're going to roll with him maybe through next year, I'd give him eight. Yeah, I'm. Y'all know me. I'm harsh on Taylor, objectively. I'd be like, look, man, a lot of Michael Jordans were eight million dollars. Twenty million a year is his calculated market value. He ain't going back here next year if he wants to go test the free agent waters. Look at that. Somebody's going to give him money. No, it it can't be us. No, they can't. I mean, no, here's I here's some Tua is only Tua is still on his. I think no, he Tua is only getting eight. Tua is on a rookie contract. He's on his rookie contract. Joe Burrow still on his rookie nine point eight. Kyler Murray twelve. Tom Brady eleven point eight. Jimmy Garoppolo thirteen nine. Matthew Stafford twelve point nine. These are their cap hits, by the way. Would you would you pay Garoppolo thirteen million dollars to come here next year? I wouldn't want to. Me neither. I wouldn't. Because <laughs> it's just a better version of a way better version of Taylor. But I just Baker Mayfield 4.8. Marcus Mariota 4.2. Jameis Winston's only making four. Taylor's 3.6 this year. Geno Smith, the biggest robbery of the season. Geno Smith's making 3.5 million dollars this year. That dude's a top seven quarterback right now. 3.5 million. Oh no. Uh, I would argue he would. He was. I maybe I would stretch it to ten, but no. This year, this anymore. season, Geno Smith. This season, this season, right now. Man, who's no, having this year? Nobody. Smith Walker is carrying that team a lot, like our running game is carrying Taylor. I don't know, man. Geno's had a couple of three hundred yard, multiple touchdown games. Well, Two you know what though? Has yeah. Taylor this no, season? Not at all. No. Has he even gone? I don't think he's been over 200 yards maybe like once, has he? This year? Twice. Twice. No, I think it's been three times. I think he's like crept barely over 200 a couple times. Geno Smith, 73% completion rate. Oh, God, I didn't realize it was that high. 2,800 yards, 19 touchdowns, five interceptions with a quarterback rating of 107.9. Right. Crazy good numbers. He's in the MVP race this year. Crazy good numbers. He's going to get a deal. I'm, I'm happy for him. I just like Geno Smith. Oh, yes, yeah. I like yeah. too. I just, I, I, yeah, I want to see him do well. And... He looks like a Negro spiritual, but you know, I. I definitely mess with Geno <laughs> well, you know, Smith. That's the music. The music is coming. You got Negro spirituals. <laughs> Some of the people said Patrice says no. James Nicholas no. F and way. Greg Delaney he's not worth nineteen million or nineteen point seven. Andre, I don't give that turkey. I don't give that turkey any money. Zero dollars is what he gets, bro. Yeah. I, I either run with I run with the uh, how next year or I draft somebody. Yeah. I, in fact, I just got the Lamar Jackson or A Rod. Jim says there's ten more backups making more than Taylor right now. So it needs to be yeah. it needs to be ten more next year. Marcus says Gino's doing better than Sierra's husband. Ooh, burn. He about to get benched too. Watch. 
Man, if that happens. They need to give him an injury status. He needs to get an injury designation. That's what he needs. That's for what's That's his what's injuries are un. Did you see Mike Purcell yell in his face yesterday? Yeah. He, I don't know what, what he said. I don't know. Sierra's no Aaliyah. Nah. <laughs> Oh no! Future still banging your wife. Did you hear they? Oh, who they cut? Man. They cut Melvin Gordon because apparently he was blasting Future in a locker room. It rumored, and then and then Wilson went to the to the owner or management and said, "Cut him." I don't know if that's true or not. But, man, uh, wouldn't you though? He was. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Play the GC part where it's saying Future seeing playing football with your son, like play it in Future's locker room, see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tia yeah. Holloway says Taylor has to tighten up some. Yeah. Andre says Heineke fans wear the team's success trick because of him while shifting the effort of the running game and defense. That's right. Yam says Aaliyah was my girl. Her and Chili. Yeah, man. Travis Luke Moyes from Facebook. Thanks for joining, man. We're about to wrap it up, but we appreciate you joining. Anyways, Greg Delaney said Russ made the bad decision. He would have been better in Washington. But let's go oh, ahead. They would have loved, loved that guy. They would have loved that guy here, man. He would have been good. I think he would have. Yeah. I mean, because that's Taylor, but like you know, that's the he can make the throws better. If we yeah, run this yeah. offense with Russ, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, that ship has sailed. Ain't happening now. Wow, We've seen wow, crazier man. things though. All right, shout outs. What do we got, Phil? Any shout outs? Shout out to Sean Taylor's family. Yeah. Um, if I had to go online and see everybody shitting on the memorial made for my family member, I I would be mad. So the fact that they aren't being vocal about it, firing back the way Lamar Jackson fires back at Baltimore fans on Twitter. Um, y'all better people than I am. I'd, I'd be losing it. Someone showed up at my funeral and be like, man, them flowers are ugly. And you're not even invited to the funeral. You're just there. <laughs> it happens, uh, man. So, yeah. Shout, shout out, look right in that Y'all are handling this entire situation that's being unnecessarily blown out of proportion by this fan base with a lot of humility and grace. And y'all are better people than, than the rest of us for it. Yeah. There it says, um, P.S. That Trump is still ugly. That you're still hideous. Doesn't change it. He's right. Feels absolutely right. Though. It, it shouldn't matter because we didn't make it, but it's terrible. He should have used other parts of the tribute to be the main focus point for, for pictures and for yeah. like people to see. Because there's a lot of good stuff. There's more good stuff about that uh, memorial than bad stuff. So yeah. But you know what, too. We end up going to the playoffs. We win a wild card game. Everybody's going to forget about it. Right. Everybody, will, about it today. everybody, everybody can play about it now. We'll go take pictures of it as they file into the stadium for our wild card playoff game. That's right. Yeah, I want to take a picture. About that I would love stadium. to show some of the comments right now, but for some reason, it's the stream is completely frozen. When the comments, I won't let me click on these and broadcast them like we have been all show. I don't know why. I apologize, but uh, Travis, Greg. Thank you for the comments. The Terrence says, "Shout out to Command." Oh, oh, we lost. It's just me. It's just me. I'm the only one on this feed, and I can't do anything to stop this feed. So I gotta wait for Steve to come back. But you know what? Shout out to also everybody in the comments section because you make this live. You make this honestly, and I say this not because I'm a part of it, but this is. In terms of podcasts, most enjoyable one out there is Command This. Why? Because-
because of y'all. Y'all make it very interesting. Y'all add to it. I mean, we think we're we we think we're entertaining guys, but we always like having such you know entertaining and vocal commenters to bounce that off of. Makes it all enjoyable for the rest of us. There, I held it down while y'all were there gone. There you go. Terry says, "Shout out to yeah. Commanders Podcast. Always a pleasure." And cheers. I'm sorry. I kicked, it kicked me, at the same time, so I don't know. You survived, Phil. You were the the strongest out there, I guess. Jay Strider. Jay Strider's better than Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, so peace out, fam. HTC, let's get these wins. There's so much needed postseason success. That's right. Marcus says, rip Sean Taylor. Respect his family. Yep, that's it. Cody Jones, left hand up. Yam says, I just want us to spoil someone's season. That's right. That's right. Feel on the ones and twos holding it down. Hey, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, like we said before, go over to YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button for us. We really appreciate it. And if you made it this far, hey, we owe you. We love you. We'll be back Thursday as we get ready to prepare uh, to talk about the upcoming game against the lovely, lovely, actually terrible, terrible New York Giants coming up on the 4th of December, uh, Sunday, 1 p.m. game. Uh, we're, up in New- we're going up New York. Yes, guys. Gonna be a big one. We can sweep the Giants. Great things are in our future. Big one, big one, big one. And uh, for the record, no one did predict the scores. We were pretty close on a lot of them, but we didn't. We didn't get any um, exact predictions. But hey, we'll continue to do this thing. Hit that like button, Cobra. That's right. That's right. Hey, so hit us up on Thursday. We'll be in a live stream. Hope to see you then. Talking all things New York Giants. So do your research, get your study on, bring some notes, bring some talking points. And let's talk some New York Giants on Thursday night. But can't say thank you enough. But we're signing off here. This is Command This Podcast. We love you, as always. First off, left hand up. Left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. Inhale. We out. Oh, 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 oh,